I'm Maisie. I'm Alice. And this is Treason Review! How are you this bright and breezy morning, Maisie Wilson? I'm excellent, because today is the day of my first ever saxophone lesson, as you might have heard from that. Rejoice. Rejoice, all ye. I'm already an expert, as you can hear. Yes. You know, that was, that was one note, mm-hmm. three times. Well, as I always like to say, Maisie, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one monotonous blast <laughs> on a single reeded saxophone. How are you doing this week? Uh, yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, I've spent the last... I've spent since seven o'clock this morning, it's now half past three, working on a redraft of a journal article for an online academic publication that will remain unnamed. And all I have to I'll say to it. you is... Reviewer 2. What a bellend. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? What did they say? Who dropped you on your head as a child? They say, this is garbage and you should not only stop writing, but just stop living. Stop living? They said, I've got no feedback on the work, but I think you should kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it just How seems rude. like they haven't read the paper at all. I think they were distracted, probably scrolling, looking at oh, things on Instagram. Twitter, eh? That's it. Maisie, I've got some deep, deep roots for you today. Oh, we've mixed it up today, viewers, and we've gone with Alice on the tree and me on the treason. And it I'm feels wrong. So excited! No, I love it. Feels so right. I really enjoyed researching the treason. Okay, it's well, good I'm stuff. glad. Give me the tree we've got. Okay, today, Maisie, I've got for you a genus Tabebuia. 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 Species Tabebuia chrysantha. Nice. Colloquially known as the Araguane. This is the national tree of. Venezuela. 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 Beautiful. Do you think it has anything to do with tabule, the famous grain? Is it a grain? It's a grain. It's like couscous. Tabule. Is it? Yeah, like I was told it was some kind of paste that you like dipped things in. Oh, very possibly. Maybe I'm getting confused. But maybe it's made out of the mushed up grain. Oh. Nothing grows as mush, does it? Except mud. Brains? Oh, good one. Okay, so tell me about the tabule. No, sorry. Tabulia chrysantla agaragne. Tab... Tabulia crucifer Araganune. Araganune, that's what we'll stick with. The mm-hmm. tr- National Tree of Venezuela. Why is it the National Tree of Venezuela? Uh, because someone said, that's a nice tree in it, and they went, si. And they said, <laughs> shall that be our national arbol? And they said, si. si. Is it particularly abundant? Well, Maisie, it's not the easiest to grow, I can tell you oh, now. Oh, arid. Because it? it's quite pest and disease prone. Oh, Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, experiences a lot of problems. For example, the dreaded... The bane of every gardener's <laughs> life, tomato Slugs. spotted wilt. Is that a bug? Tomato spotted wilt is a type of disease which I think is to do with bacteria or maybe spores. Oh no, not the spores. How do you protect against spores? You don't. A face mask. Yes. Maybe we should equip each of these trees with a face mask. Every little leaf has its own. Oh, can you imagine? It'd be so cute. But that's not enough, Maisie. Apologies, continue. Because it also is prone to tobacco mosaic virus. To do with tobacco as in the smokable kind? I guess so. Yeah? Because it did say on the gardening advice forum that the only way to try and preclude tomato spotted wilt or tobacco mosaic virus blighting <laughs> your crops of Tabubia chrysanthiaganeni is to keep it away from tomato plants and tobacco plants. Wow. Yeah. How weird. wonder what the crack is with um, tobacco plants. Just some plants are prone to very specific pests that only attack, you know, they've co-evolved together, the yeah, pest and the yeah, host. Yeah. Uh, but it leads to stunted growth and streaking, which leads me to streaking. believe that perhaps I have also been infected with tomato spotted wilt, or maybe... Um, For stunted growth and streaking. streaking You're correct. taller than me, unfortunately, Alice. And fully clothed. <laughs> 
I'm glad for one of those things. <laughs> Talk to me about your treason, Maisie. What's the roots? A really exciting treason today. So I was doing the casual, you know, Google treason or perhaps betrayal. Scrolling away and I find a name that I recognise, Simon Bolivar. Bolivar? Bolivar. Simon. Full name, Simon Jose Antonio de la Satsima Trinidad Bolivar y Ponte Palicos y Blanco. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Imagine every time he got invited to a party, like a posh one, and they had to put name cards out yeah. and like fold <laughs> over that bit of paper. We were debating earlier if that's his full name, because there's E in there, the letter Y, which I think is Spanish for and, is that right? Yes. But that was his entire name, I found out, mm-hmm. because there was no name regulation until the 19th century. Like, you know how now you can't have like an apostrophe or whatever in your name. It didn't exist until the 19th century, and they believed that the more names you had, the more protected you were from evil. <laughs> Because the evil so can only like do men. evil to you after it's addressed you fully. So Presumably. eventually they'll just run out of breath and perish. Yeah, and... it's like a vampire where they have rules. Like, they have to be knock and be let in. Best way to vanquish uh, a Dracula oh, is if on. you're running away from it, you need to run over a patch of daisies because apparently they can't help but stop and count all the daisies. <gasps> what a bizarre one. I heard running water also. Really? Not facts. really sure where that comes facts from. Facts on facts. So you go over a bridge, awesome daisies. Again, forests providing all of the sustenance mm. you need to... Mm-hmm. Rid yourself of vampires. Can I have the name once more, please? Okay. Fast as you can. Simon Jose Antonio de la Setsime Trinidad Bolivar y Ponto Palicosi Blanco. That was extremely impressive. Thank you. Well done. I think the accent gets better the, the quicker you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who this guy was, to get to the actual point, was a Venezuelan revolutionary who actually led the charge and succeeded in getting a whole bunch of countries. So Venezuela, Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Panama all those countries independence from the Spanish Empire oh great job however before he did that there was another real famous guy who was called Francisco de Miranda and he was before Bolivar the main leader trying to get Venezuela free from the Spanish and Simon really fucked him over we'll call him Simon Freeze I'm sure that's how you pronounce his name Uh, (laughs) he spells Simon (laughs) Simon um, betrayed him and handed him into the Spanish authorities (laughs) And then took over. So got could independence. Have the glory. Hmm. We'll go into that in our next segment, but that is pretty hilarious. Simon, you yeah. dastardly double crosser. He handed him in and then ten years later got independence and now everyone remembers him as like the main guy for Venezuelan independence. It's a sad tale. It's a hilarious tale. Great job, Simon. What was his what was the other guy called? Bernard. Uh we'll call him Miranda because he was called Francisco de Miranda. Also right. having de D E in your name, that's pretty fucking cool. It's like of, the... of Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's jazzy, right? So what did they kill him then when he got handed in? Yeah, he died in prison ten years later. He was in prison for ten yeah, years. Because yeah. he was because <laughs> he was like a political enemy, wasn't he? <gasps> Leading independence charge. Oh. Simon hands him into the authorities, they're like, Hey, you've been leading an independence charge for ages. You can all go in prison forever and then he died in prison. Probably some really grim disease. Yeah. TB, I think. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie. However, they did get independence. Thumbs up. You know, maybe it wouldn't have happened if, if Miranda had kept going. Well, you know, as I always it. like to say, Maisie, no omelettes without breaking a few eggs. You know exactly. Miranda's the egg here. <laughs> Who's the egg? It's me. It's Miranda. It's Miranda. <laughs> Who's the egg? Alice, give me a shade. Okay. Let me talk to you about the shade How of the... shades it throw in? Tabebuia chrysantha. Aragonani. 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 Um, I 
averagely shady. Yeah. It's not a huge tree. It's not a tiny tree. Oh. So it tends to flourish after the rainy season. So it lives in temperate zones like Venezuela, so they don't so mm-hmm. much have spring, summer, autumn, winter like us. They have rainy season, dry season. Okay. Um, they So they flourish after rain, which is usually in the first months of the year, which leads the locals to refer to these months as <clears throat> La Primavera de Oro de los Aragones. Excellent. Or as we like to say up in Yorkshire, La Primavera de Oro de los Aragones. And what does that mean, sorry? It means golden spring of the tree. Golden spring of the tree? Yeah. Oh. Because the flowers are really bright gold, like violently yellow. Yeah. Really great. And apparently there's lots of them everywhere. So everything just turns golden for a month in the spring. Oh, wow. That's great. But... Don't get too comfy. <laughs> oh, I was yo. so comfortable just a moment ago. Well, don't I feel silly? Vanquish those thoughts of comfort okay. and welcome back into the veil of tears that is real life. <laughs> because this beautiful and enticing tree, which has warnings on it of beware, attracts children. <laughs> like, <He's> serious. <laughs> you know, like, beware, this jam will attract wasps. Beware, this tree <laughs> attracts children. I I'm wonder like, what they so oh, love about thank it. Thank God you warned me. I'll stay for <laughs> you. That's so weird. It's What's because the they're bright colours and bright colours attract children like there's some kind of moth in the night. But they're poisonous, that's the deal. The trees oh, are really toxic. Okay, okay, okay. They're full of toxic alkaloids which induce muscle weakness and hallucinations wow. and then kills you. <gasps> what part of the tree does this? Is it the flowers, the leaves, Absolutely bark? all of it. The wow. roots, the leaves, the bark, but especially the flowers, which is why you need to be wary about them attracting children. Because they love rubbing their hands and mouths and on everything. eating things, yeah. So... Don't relax under the shade of the Aragagne for too long, especially not with any of the orifices of your body <laughs> open to the environment. Could be the very last thing you do, Maisie. Wow. Yeah. I love that the National Tree of Venezuela is one that is insanely poisonous. <laughs> yeah, especially to children. Were you saying that Sika has a massive problem with people saying poisonous when they mean venomous? That's noise? correct. Is this certainly poisonous? This is poisonous because you have to ingest the toxin in order to be affected by it. What's venomous? Venomous is where it's injected into your soft tissues like a snake bite. Oh, knowledge. The more you know, eh? Science. Give me the shade of your trees, Maisie. So, it actually wasn't that shady, because he didn't just hand in Miranda to be like, ooh, lol, you've done half the work here, like unscrewing a lid, and now I'm just going to pop in, (laughs) get the pickles out, slash free Venezuela. So, I'll paint you a picture. It's 1810, all right? They have a bit of independence, but there's this big old civil war going on. And Miranda's out the country and Simon's like, oh, Miranda, get back here, come on. We need, we need to go do this last little bit for independence or we'll be set. Miranda's like, yeah, all right, then fine. Comes back to Venezuela and then Miranda's all, oh, the fucking police are getting really close by and they're coming into our revolutionary territory. I think they're going to win. I think these police and like the state are going to win, the Spanish. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to give in. I'm going to let them have it then because we're nearly about to die, Simon. Got you. And Simon's like, no, we're not. Stop taking the piss, we'll be fine. And then Miranda's like, I'm going to go sign it. I'm going to go say that we'll stop all of our fighting. Um, and then Simon's like, tough shit. I'm going to hand you into supposedly the popo. Ooh, so a bit of a tussle of value systems exactly. there. One more conservative and risk averse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe trying to stop the bloodshed of exactly. the foot soldiers and so on. Yeah, it is tricky. an interesting debate. It's lonely at the top, Maisie. It is, but ultimately Simon was right. In that they did get independence because they didn't give up. Like, they got independence 10 years later in, like, 1821. They didn't have to hold out that long. But then how many people died in those 10 years? Yeah. But how many more people would have died if Spanish rule continued? Impossible Who can to know? say. Who can know? 
What a wicked web we walk. <laughs> <laughs> Something that makes Simon even less shady, I think he was a real good guy in the end, oh, yeah? is that he came from a really wealthy aristocratic family and he used literally all of his money pouring it into the independence movement. So much so that after he got independence, he was like an old man in like the 1830s. He fucking dies of TB and abject poverty. Because <laughs> he like gave so all of his family's wealth till he was super poor. And then everyone just let him die as a poor old man. I think he wasn't that old, to be honest. He was born in, like, 1783 and died in 1830. So, like, 47. 47! Fast maths. 47. Yeah, that's quite old for then. Surely. Lived through a fucking war, didn't he? But, like, no one sorted him out with a bit of a pension. No one had a quick whip round to get him in there. Like, (laughs) a nice pair of shoes and a butty. Like, it's a wonderful lifestyle. God, they're just a thankless bunch, these, aren't they? I don't know if there's a cure yet for that. Or whether it was like a yeah, a but if he disease. died in abject poverty, he could have had TB in some form of comfort rather than being, you know, deeply impoverished and like living in squalor and also having TB. Maybe he was a minimalist. Mm. You know, don't appreciate all these material goods That's right. shenanigans. Yeah, stoic to, to the bitter end. Exactly, just like his political career, just yeah. took it on the chin and into his lungs, <laughs> throughout his body. Yeah, eating and to the grave. Him. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Should I tell you how tall my tail is? Tell me how tall your tail is, Alice. Okay, about six to twelve metres. Small tail. Slow Ooh. growing. Small but evil tail. It's like a Grimm's fairy tale. It is. It's like the gingerbread man it's, gone bad. Yeah, it's almost exactly... Oh, what were we watching the other day? Sherlock. Yeah, there's something about like gluttony and eating too much and then it kills you. Is that the Bible? Maybe. There's <laughs> quite a few stories in there. You could probably just make up any bullshit you liked and it'll probably be in Bible. the Bible. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, though, Maisie, that some of these species of araguanye form multiple trunks. Ooh. But some have a large leader trunk. Oh, You do get that quite a lot with multiple trunks. You can. So there's a leader and multiples. That you get just get multiple stems. Which is quite interesting, really, because when I was learning about tree identification, it was like, they always have one big one. And why hazel is such a contentious tree is that it has multiple but apparently, like, if there's some kind of bad thing that happens to the tree, they can start growing a new one. Like, oh, that one's fucked. Here we go again. Wow. Yeah. That's so handy. It is. It's like just chopping off your arm. Well, I guess that's what we do, isn't it? If you get frostbite or whatever, lop it off. Yeah, we do lop it off, but we can't grow one back, like a starfish yeah. or something. Or yeah. can't, like, a worm. all kinds of things grow back their limbs. And we can fuse onto a structure that already exists, but we can't grow anything new. How do you Which fuse is a structure? Stri- so you break your bone. Yeah. The, the biological structure is there for, like, the, whatever they call doodah blasts to reach across to each oh, other and start reforming. But so if you chop the leg off, it's gone. it's gone. You can't do anything about that. I wonder why we didn't evolve that way. I don't know, and it's kind of bizarre, really, since cellular regeneration happens in every single part of our bodies relentlessly all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that we're, you know, physically in every sense not... The person we are today did not exist ten years ago. That's my only hope for the future, really, is that I'll be a completely (laughs) different person. That in a way, this version of me will be dead. I can only hope, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like the tall tale of my trees and Alice? I would love the tall tale of your trees and Okay, so why I recognised... Simon's name is because there was a really famous book written about him by your pal of mine, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, so the guy who did 100 Days of Solitude. Yes. Um, he wrote a book called The General and His Labyrinth, which is about like the last few months of Simon's life before he dies of TB. He did some like huge pilgrimage before he went like across Venezuela and then died. tired, no wonder he got TB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 
it's a great book. It's really good, translated from Spanish, and it's got some really fantastic quotes, one of which I'll read to you. <clears throat> so the final bit when Simon is on his deathbed, this is the line. He was shaken by the overwhelming revelation that the headlong race between his misfortunes and his dreams was at that moment reaching the finish line. The rest was darkness. Damn it, he sighed. How will I ever get out of this labyrinth? Well, you're going to get out of it in about five minutes when you get killed by TB. Exactly. But it's great because there's a lot of literary analysis about what the labyrinth is, like suffering or whatever. So an author that me and Alice absolutely adore called John Green. Represent homie. Who just released a book this week. Which we are waiting reviewed. to get delivered to our local WH Smiths. Hashtag buy local. Yeah, he actually... So the first book he ever wrote, you know, we're talking about Looking for Alaska, which is like he wrote when he was 25. It's really centred around this quote specifically of how will I ever escape this labyrinth. So when you get around to reading it, you'll be like, ah, Simon, you're here again. Here you are, Simon. It's like a huge theme of the book is Simon Bolivia in this book. Because one of the first lines in it as well is, um, I go to seek a great perhaps. Mm-hmm. It's quite a good line. And it's to represent like the protagonist of this book, like going out to go do some cool shit. Nice one, Simon. You inspired some great books. Well done, Simon. Good man. Great job. And then he found out how to get out of the labyrinth. So that's all the items on his to-do list checked off. Yeah, if the labyrinth is life, then... What else could it literally be? The labyrinth could be anything, couldn't it? Like what? Like suffering. It's the main one they talk about in Looking for Alaska. What's the difference between suffering and life? (laughs) Zingity-zing. Shall I talk to you about the Triela's oldest time for my Araguagne Venezuelan national tree? You know what, Alice, I think you should. Okay. Well, it was made the national tree on the auspicious day of 29th of May, 1945. 1945, what's going on? Yeah, Yeah. lots going on. But some good news, you know, silver lining to the clouds of war is that a tree got... A tree. ...given the due adulation and attention it so richly deserves. That is now my favourite thing that happened in 1945, taking the place of the signing of the Universal Declaration of... Human rights. It's a bit humdrum, that, isn't it? It is a bit, a bit pedestrian. Get it together. Yeah. No one loves paperwork, maybe. <laughs> no there one loves are human rights. over a hundred varieties of the tabebuya, and some were only classified as late as 2007. Ooh, how late! I know. So in a way, the triela's oldest time, quite Recent. late on. Yeah. What you got for me? Okay, what I got for you is that... Born in 1783, Venezuela, shock. Died of TB, tuberculosis in 1830. And then the only other cool dates I have for you is that, so Venezuela, you know how I was saying they sort of got independence in like 1811 and they have this big old civil war going on in Venezuela. Ten years after that, they get legitimate independence. And then that date in 1821 is like, there was a specific battle going on. It's got a great name. Battle of Carabobo. 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 And that's revered as like the most important victory of venezuela when they ousted the spanish nice do you think there's any like uh, placards or statues of simon anywhere oh undoubtedly there Give me one be, second. there's one in washington dc interestingly enough because they love independence as well freedom and that for us but not you exactly yeah and he's astride a horse waving around a sword looking very you, you know, know victorious yeah. and that yeah mm. he's quite a funny looking guy really you'll see on the thumbnail for this he's like he looks like a seal pup. He does. He looks a bit like someone tried to draw an action man before there was an action oh, man. Oh, he put does. Him in jumpers. Yes. Look at that magnificent cock piece. He just looks really awkward. He looks like a really awkward guy. Like he just walks into the room and there's no one there that you recognise and you're like, oh, 
get the strong room. Yeah, and like that. And because he's in that party where he doesn't recognize anyone, he's like really instantly needed some kind of nervous poo. So he's also yeah. <laughs> squatting slightly. He's trying to keep his face relaxed, but all of his muscles are extremely tense. Yes. I have a friend like that. I know. Exactly <laughs> I think he knows it. <laughs> what do you think of the five stock scale? Where you put in the aragogony? Okay. Well, obviously, it attracts children and is extremely poisonous, so that's got a lot of points in my book. That is the level of macabre tomfoolery of nature that I am here for, dawn till dusk. Yeah. Um, I like that it's not very easy to grow. I like that it's bizarrely <laughs> susceptible to tomato-spotted wilt and Tobacco other comically named <laughs> yeah, diseases. But it's not a heavy hitter, you know? It's not a best in show, it's an honourable mention. Yeah. You know, it's a ribbon for taking part, but it's not on the podium. You feel me? I feel like that's where we are, though. Generally. Yes, but that doesn't mean we deserve any special praise. Just because we're amongst friends. That's why I never give you any else. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it 100. <laughs> I'm going to give the Tabebuya Chrysanthia Araguane three stalks out of five on the five stalk scale. Yeah, that's nice. Hovering in the middle, yeah. doing well. Yeah. Good I'm, for you. I'm glad you turned up to the party. I won't miss you when you've gone. Oh, wow. Love it. Okay, where are you going to put our trees and Simon on? Okay, Simon immediately scores points for me because his name is Simon, which is funny. Also, having seen a picture of him, I really, I feel very sorry for him. If I was at that party, depending on how many wines I'd had, I'd either go straight up to him to Definitely. try and make him feel welcome, be like, oh, don't worry, pal, let me come and introduce you to some friends. Can I offer you a cocktail sausage? Do you want a gin? I would mess with him. I think I'd run up to him to see what's so weird about him. Well, you know? that's what I was Dissect. thinking. If that's how I'd react if I was one wine in. But yeah. if I was three wines in, You'd become I'd much be like, nice after three wines I invited else. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not a fancy dress. Take those jodpers off. To be fair, it was a while ago. He just looks like he'd be easy to undermine. Oh, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Because they're all shorter because it was ages ago as well. Yeah, malnourished and stunted. Much like our friend here. (laughs) Maybe he's had a bit of a stripe of the old tobacco mosaic virus as well. But he's clearly not that easy to undermine, is he? Because he relentlessly led an entire nation to independence. Him and his friend slash enemy. The first frenemy. Miranda. Mm. Okay, skulls on the doors. I'm giving Simon Bolivar 3.7 stars out of 5 stars. Oh, he five cusps stocks. it for you, does he? Yeah, on the 5 stars. I scale. think he wasn't cusping it for you until I showed you a picture of him where he looks really awkward. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> the visual stimulation really tipped the scale for me. I'm so glad it did, because he's, he's such a looker. I quite like his haircut, to be honest. He looks like he's got... Well, you're into that receding hairline, are you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? Like an older man, don't I? You like vulnerable men. <laughs> <laughs> One of my last boyfriends had... He was going quite severely blind and also quite severely deaf in both ears. Was he 85? <laughs> he was 30. You remember, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I'm going for on the five stock scale, I'm going to give Simon... I'm trying to separate it from how he looks because that's not what happened. He was a great revolutionary and anyone that inspires good literature is a winner for me. So I'm going to go... Didn't Hitler inspire some quite good literature? I won't call Mein Kampf good literature. Yeah, but lots of people have written excellent historical volumes centering on the rise of Hitler. Have you seen Look Who's Back? No, I haven't. Is oh, it good? the book is excellent. You should read that. Okay. You know what? You're right, Alice. It's bullshit point. He was quite good at doing it, though. Did it, was it very he? effective. He Tick. did it. Tick that. Tick. Independence. Gonna go 3.6. Stocks. 3.6. Just nipping on the heels of yours. And for the tree... I love a tree that has evolved to have such a good defence system because clearly not enough trees have done that. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go 4.1, I think. Wow. I love an aggressor and I love something that is poisonous root children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we share much in common, Lindsay. I love that it looks so pretty to entice people in and then murders them. It's the abortion clinic of truth. It is, isn't it? Isn't it? Excellent. Yeah, I love it. I wish I could pronounce its name, but I do love it. That's just part of its beguiling charm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for potting with me, Alice. Oh, Maisie, it's always a pleasure, never a chore. I've been Maisie. And I've been Alice. This has been Treason Review. <laughs>